back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we're doing it. We're finally doing it. The Will Smith Retrospective. Hey, often joked go, about. Often joked about. But you know, coronavirus, man. We out it's here. Real. It's real. Let's go ahead and get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh... So yeah, Ron finally uh, won us over. We're doing it. We didn't. I know we talked about Will Smith month at one point, um, and it still might happen. Maybe in a couple years. Maybe in a couple years. No. Let the dream live. We're on season four of the podcast. <laughs> maybe by season, uh, you know, six, six or seven. Let the dream live. When we've talked about everything possible, we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe our downloads. I'll tell you what. If we get no, I'm not going to make any sort of promises. Never mind. Because then Ron's going to pull some <laughs> pull some nonsense. If I got a 200 percent increase. Don't don't say that. I make it happen. You already can you know. Make, can you make that happen every week? I yeah, know right? people. Well, no, I can't do that. Ron shares no. the post once is what would happen. <laughs> bro, wait, Ron makes, bro, Ron makes three hundred accounts and streams it everywhere. That's way too much work. And, but but still goes through all the work to do that and doesn't fake our iTunes reviews. Yeah, like come yeah, on, yeah. come on, Ron. most definitely. Most anyway, definitely. anyway. Um, anyway, before okay, but anyways, uh, before we go any further, we have to make sure that we remember our pickle, pickle of the, the... <laughs> we... oh <laughs> god. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys can tell at home that we didn't practice that ahead of time. We didn't. That's pretty good though. We didn't discuss it. I don't know. That, oh, was, that was pretty that was, good. We did it live. I love it. That was beautiful. Um, I'm sure that sounds good too. Oh yeah, dude, real good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> real yeah, good. Yeah. You know, I could cut out the words in post to make it sound like we did it well, but it's not. No, 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 it's better like this. So, authentic. Is it, so my question is: Is it better for us to do it like this every week? To yeah, we just need to figure out the who right. goes first, second, third. That's all oh, it is. Oh no, no, no! I mean, like not discuss it every week and just wing it. Up. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm okay. okay with that too. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. All right, my pickle of the week. Uh, we're still light on comics, as I think we're only going to have some DC issues this week. A very few of them. <laughs> Um, I'm going to pick a new role-playing game that we just got in three of our five stores. Uh, it's going to be in Clear Lake, uh, the Galleria area, and Sugarland. Uh, we have a game called Ten Candles. It's a very, very good horror role-playing game. It is a horror tragedy, not a horror survival. In every other horror role-playing game, you are trying to survive the horrors of whatever circumstances. This one, it is built into the game that everyone is going to die in the final scene if you haven't died already. So you, it's sort of uh, dealing with the choices and all that stuff. It's a really, really good game. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's really good. That sounds dope. It's super dope and really dark. Like, uh, you're supposed to play it by ten candle lights, and anytime someone fails a roll, you extinguish a candle. Oh, you tell me about this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really neat. Uh, come in and talk to me about it. I can give you the full pitch, but it's it's a uh, real good. Noise. Yeah, Dylan. I pick a DC graphic novel that comes out this week called Superman Smashes the Clan. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's by Gene Yang and Gurihiru. Yes. And we read a preview copy a long time ago, but it's finally out. Um, it, re- it released in like three issues, right? Oh, yeah. single format. little digest things. For some reason, that, that was the first one to do that. But now it's coming out as a full graphic novel. Seventeen ninety nine, all locations, I think. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, it's about Superman that's fighting the, the clan. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> which, which clan, Dylan? 
Nope, the clan. Oh, oh. I see. It's I it's see. very political, so if you're into politics, you'll like it. What if I'm not into politics? I don't know. <laughs> then moving on. Uh Ron, what are you thinking? Uh I am going to reread um Infinity this week. Ooh. Uh the Jonathan Hickman book. Fortnite? Um Yeah, F yeah, F Hickman. Yeah, yeah. Um, we wow. were talking about I watched the other day. And uh, we happen because we're going through a bunch of back issues in the back because we have sure. a little more time to do stuff. Right. Um, and we found like Infinity number seven where Thor threw the hammer in the air and then hit the Oh, that's my favorite. The, oh, it's so good. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reread this. So yeah, I'm going to reread this week. My two favorite, my two favorite um, like little scenes from Infinity is that one when Thor does the hammer through the dude's chest. And yeah, the other dope. one is in the end when... Uh, Lockjaw, Maximus, and I think it's Ebony Maw are all in that room or whatever. And uh, Lockjaw's got Maximus on the ropes, and uh, Maximus is like, uh, you know, you you played yourself, homeboy, because you've ignored the most powerful thing in the room. And he's like, what you what are you talking about? And cuts to Lockjaw close up on his face, and he goes woof and teleports yeah, him into yeah, a supernova. I'm like, yes, yeah, I remember that. Dog. What a yeah, good boy! Good. What a good. good boy! Yeah, I'm excited to read it because that art's fantastic too. So I know, Jerome so Pena. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, uh, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films we review. So do us a favor and do it already. Um, events this week. Um, this week, uh, um and conflicting events, obviously, unfortunately. Um, I have a, a Wednesday 7 o'clock event. Uh, this is our final game of Parsley. Uh, it's free if you want to come play it. Um, everyone's sort of schedules are getting back to normal, so uh, this is our last opportunity that we're going to have to run it. We're going to try to have as big of a game as possible. It's free. It's on our Discord, which uh, the link will be in our uh, on our Twitter bio. You can hop in there. It's really fun. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we had 14 people, and it was wild. Nice. Word. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Oh wait, I actually, that's a lie. I have KeyForge on Friday. Um, we're we're bringing that back with the regularly scheduled events twice a month. Uh, that will also be handled in our Discord. Uh, you will buy a deck on the website using promo code Uncanny, uh, or you could also come in the store and buy one. But since we're running it online, might as well buy it on uh, on the website. Uh, and we run it all through the Discord. A lot of fun. Word. Dylan, what you got? We got another live sale. Hey. Another one. We, I guess we should stop making this an event at some point because it's just weekly. But right. <laughs> um, seven o'clock Wednesday, our Facebook. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Bedrock City Comics slash live. Okay. Please, we need, I need a shorter one. Um, last week we had our, we sold the most comics of any one that we've done before. Nice. It was Word. fun. That's um, awesome. This time I did a poll online i saw that and this time this time we're bringing a bunch of bricks because people want bricks oh bricks, that's cool that's i think they need they need a uh, reading material so we're gonna have all the cheap brick bricks are already cheap you know right yeah they are and then cheap. now they're gonna be super cheap that just sounds like that graphic novel one soon to come i want you to do it ron we have have you seen the image section at the gallery store i have not been over there in a little while no it's crazy there's like a bunch of them have like 12 to 15 copies of it wow i'm more than likely we'll see you wednesday we'll talk wednesday 
Either or pop in. Or they'll see you. Uh, let's, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I mean, I mean, we'll let's, have, let's have Uncanny Universe hosting one of these things. Come on. Oh my! Oh, the three boys. Oh, that'd yeah, be lit, darling. Let's do it. Bro, I'm down. We were talking. We were talking about cycling it out. You know, because I mean, like, it would get it get you know a little bit tiresome if every week it's just high end golden age or you know whatever. I do it for a month. I do it for four weeks. I'm down. You should. You should take over Austin. There you go. I'll do it for four weeks. Me, me, or Michael, you do it. Well, yeah, right. Like, I think it should just be the regular live stream, but for like three minutes, the three of us pop on and sell a book that we like, and then right. leave. Our and then leave that <laughs> unexplained, like right. Okay, and also here, here we are, guys. Michael, sell- can we're we get a um, like a like a transition when we come in? Yeah, can we get a, like- a wipe? A nice. Wipe. I can do that. <laughs> wipe across the screen. Yeah, people are cool. people are asking for other things like merch and toys and stuff. So like a game one would be cool, Michael. Okay, I'm I'm 100 in for it. It's like and now here's Michael trying to pitch you Vampire the Masquerade. Let's go. Yeah, well, Kevin good. Kevin randomly did uh, like the exclusive hats and that went well. You know. Oh, nice. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. those hats are yeah. awesome. I bought one. Those there's hats a, are there's, dope. A, there's a precedent for it. Okay. Let's talk. I'm down. We'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Let's play it here on on the podcast. Bet. So when are y'all free? Forget the Will Smith uh, episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, is that it for events? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. All right, what I done did. I done watched three Will Smith movies. So Ooh, that's what I done did. We. Um, I'm trying to think if I did anything else. Um, Mother's Day, nothing? Mother's nothing Day, crazy? no. I mean, uh, I'm, going, I'm going over there Thursday. I mean, I worked. And plus, right. you know, coronavirus. I feel you. Coronavirus. We're going over there briefly uh, Thursday. Masks and gloves, you know. You gonna do a drive by? Oh. No, we're gonna go by. I mean, I dropped I dropped off a present and a card, you know. Word, word. What'd you do for Billy that? Ron? Oh, uh, the whole family came over. Oh, word. Oh no. I mean, yeah, more or less. Nah, it wasn't the whole family. It was a uh, a good chunk of people though, most definitely. But yeah, we hung out for a little bit. That's cool. Ate, ate some food and, and then left. That's crazy. But what I actually done did, I've been watching Rick and Morty season four. I thought you hated that show. I, bro, oof. You're back? Bro I, love, bro, I love Rick and Morty. I always loved Rick you, and Morty. Dylan, liar. stop. Stop. Okay. I, I always love Rick and Morty. You're right. My always. I, yeah. I, I, I hated the fans, though. The fans were horrible back in the day. I don't know if they're bad now, but... Pickle, pickle Rick. Yeah, I'm pickle a, Rick. I'm a pickle. <laughs> um, That's what, I what did I do? I watched. I also watched three Will Smith movies, which ate into my binging time. Um, I binged the show on Netflix called Never Have I Ever. Have y'all okay. heard of it? Uh, from you, I think. Yeah, I think you talked about yeah. it last week. Yeah, I, I barely started it, but now I finished it. It was really good. The okay, comedy from Mindy Kaling. I watched. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched something else. Oh, I watched a movie, but it's part of the news, so I'll talk about it later. Okay. All right, bet. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I did anything else. Uh, yeah, here we are. Uh, getting on to the news, um, Ironheart Disney Plus series is rumored. Last November, we reported on a rumor that Ironheart that an Ironheart series was in the works for Disney Plus. Uh, we now have an update, or potentially have an update. According to the Cinema Spot, the series is now in, quote, active development. 
uh, and Marvel Studios is eyeing a possible late 2020, 2021 shoot date. Uh, the report claims to be an exclusive, but again, this is the, not the first we've heard of Marvel's potential small screen plans for Riri Williams. Um, apparently, the studio is taking pitches right now, but no writer has been formally attached as showrunner yet. All right. Cool. Word. <laughs> I, mean, you know, like, I mean, that's a very... Nothing. Of, this is, yeah, nothing new. It's like Marvel still talking about it. Got it. I mean, I like Riri, so the more I hear about right. it, I'm excited. And this yeah. is live action, in theory. Mm-hmm. So that's Seems cool. expensive. Yes, it does. Or maybe it's another, like... Another Iron Man show? Yeah. Who do y'all cool. want to play Riri? Oh, boy. I don't know. Um... Um, what's that? The the duo, the uh, Chloe Haley, right? Something names. Yeah, you want the other one to play? The other, the other one to play? Why not? Chloe. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or or Willow Smith. Oh, get out! (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Moving on. In other Disney Plus news, um, they have just greenlit uh, Just Beyond series. Um, it's a f- Just Beyond from writer Seth Graham Smith. Uh, proper, it's a property based on the best-selling series of graphic novels from Gro- Goosebumps author R.L. Stein. Um, just Beyond was fun. I read it. I own it, actually. It's, um, I've barely heard of this. Is it good? Yeah. I mean, it's Goosebumps. I mean, it's, it's basically Goosebumps. If okay. you've read anything R.L. Stein, it's all that. You know, it's uh, you know, real cheesy. Did he really write it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So I mean, that's cool. <laughs> I'll watch it. There you yeah, go. I'm yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, you're right. I won't watch it. <laughs> I'll I'll watch it. I mean, maybe. If we I'll watch it if we're doing a show on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's uh, yep. <laughs> WandaVision has reportedly finished shooting. With the entire Phase 4 slate delayed, we've been in desperate need of some good news about the MCU. Um, well, that may have... <laughs> desperate. Did you write this down? Uh, no. well, th- well, that may have finally come our way, courtesy of a report from Murphy's Multiverse. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to that site, uh, WandaVision uh, actually finished filming before the COVID-19 pandemics uh, started causing shutdowns across the globe. They added that the VFX on the series may be finished as well. So that, that, that just leaves the editing. That's a job which can be done remotely. So we have no reason to expect that WandaVision's, the WandaVision will be unable to meet its planned December premiere date. So that's cool. I mean, if, you can, if we can trust Mar- uh, Murphy's multiverse. Of course we I can. I don't know. Why wouldn't we? I, I wouldn't be surprised nice. if they're done. No, they might be done. But if they're going to delay the other shows, are they going to? Put them out of order, or are they gonna right? No, like if Falcon and Winter Soldier delayed, I don't know. It depends on how connected they are. Plus, I think they wanted this to lead into Doctor Strange Doctor too, Strange, right? Yeah, and that's super delayed. So I don't know. I feel like they might push this back, even if it's done. Uh, Boba Fett returns in the Mandalorian season two. Apparently, um, there was speculation that the mysterious figure that approached the lifeless body of Fennec Shand. Uh, <laughs> in uh, The Mandalorian Season 1 might turn out to be the iconic bounty hunter first in... Oh, whatever. It's Boba Fett. Um, not <laughs> Boba I'm, not reading, I'm not reading Boba Fett's credits. Um, also, apparently, might star... Um, let's see. The New Zealand actor... I lost his name here. 
Um, you can, the, I don't the, have the, to say the guy that played Django Fett. Oh, uh, yeah. Timuria Morrison, um, who played Django Fett in Attack of the Clones. That's cool, I guess. Uh, I don't care about Boba Fett in any way. I actually dislike Boba Fett. So, um, Same. It's, it's important to note that The Mandalorian is set after the events of Return of the Jedi, which means that Boba Fett would have indeed survived his fall into the Sarlacc pit. Boo. Which there is Duh. a precedent for that in the book. Because uh, in the novels, I believe the reason was that his Mandalorian armor was resistant to the stomach acids of a Sarlacc. So that let him crawl his way out, I guess. And also, uh, the big rumor is uh, that Sabine Wren is now uh, going to appear in season two. Um, That's exciting. That's cool. That's a rebel stuff, yeah. Um, Boba Fett will reportedly have a much bigger role in the third season, apparently. Okay, this is well, very speculative at this point. Because um, we're going to maybe have like Ahsoka in there. Oh, Ahsoka is Ahsoka, in it. Ahsoka's definitely in it. Okay. But the, all this one is saying is that he's going to be in one episode of season two. And then she'll also be in only one episode, which I could see because they did that a lot in the first season, you know, just right. high by high characters. Sure. It's kind of annoying. I don't like that. So we'll see. And then in surprising no one news, DC Universe streaming platform Future is potentially in doubt. <laughs> it is in doubt. Uh, it says right here, potentially in doubt, Dylan. I know. HBO Max is just weeks away. Um, and while there are plenty of reasons to be excited about that, it could spell doom for the DC Universe. Doom? Everything, everything is about HBO Max now, a former Warner Brothers uh, employee said. Uh, most of the people who I'd worked with were confused about what HBO Max means for the DC Universe. It seems like DC Universe is emphasizing its comics and nobody really seems to know where the video falls into that. I mean, that sounds about right. I like the next line. It says that the DC comics aren't a compelling enough reason to pay for the, the streaming service. Oof. Well, because, I mean, how much is the streaming service? I don't remember, but I don't think they put a lot of comics on there, so maybe that's what they mean. But okay, I mean they have Doom Patrol, which is good, but that's also going to be on HBO Max. They moved that over, like to be on both. Right. And then apparently Star Girl is good, but that's going to also be on CW. So it seems like they have one foot out the door, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Titan spinoff reportedly considered, uh, despite doubts doubts about the streaming service's future. Um, according to the former Digital Labs employee. The feeling in the office is that DC Universe is going to be around for at least another year or two. There's a commitment and funding. Um, however, output is going to be small, according to crew members for the DC Universe productions. And they also confirmed that the focus is now being put on Titans, the centerpiece of the streaming services lineup. As a result, a small number of spinoff shows are reportedly being considered. All right. For one year? I don't get That's it. No way. No way. I mean, they I, might. Like, if they already have a commitment for a certain amount of shows maybe they're like let's make a season of hawk and dove but like who wants that you know right exactly um the batman star andy circus teases a darker take on the caped crusader in matt reeves movie um i would say that that's not far from the truth he start he stated or started uh according to this quote um it's very much <laughs> about the emotional connection between alfred and bruce that's really at the center of it and it and it really and it is a really exquisite script that matt has written Hmm. Okay. I mean, I, don't I, know. I feel a... like we've I feel like we've done that before with Nolan's trilogy, oh, right? right? Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Fine. I I I'm okay. I 
I don't know. I don't really need a new Batman movie, but the little <laughs> tiny teaser that we saw was fine. But it seemed like oh, I'm so excited for this movie. Dark. Um, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War is now available on digital HD everywhere. Um, it was just released uh, this week. Uh, for fans of physical releases, they will arrive next week, I think, uh, on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD on May 19th. Um, the new animated adventure brings a six-year, 20-film journey that began with Justice League War in 2014 to a close. That's exciting. Do you guys keep so, up with all these? So this is the one I watched. Um, oh. oh, cool, Beans. I've seen all these movies. They're very hit or miss, but some of them are really good. And the bad ones aren't terrible normally, except Killing Joe um, and Batman Harley Quinn. But um, some of the movies that come out are in continuity and some aren't because they have their own little animated universe world, right. you know? And okay. this is the finale okay. to that because there's been more than 20 films or however many were in this, but that's just how many were in continuity. And this was a, this was a weird movie. It was bleak and like grotesque. It was like kind of like uh-huh. Mortal Kombat, the one we watched, you know? Really? Oh. I would describe it as like Days of Future Past, like the future part, you know? Right. So basically okay. the end the end to this universe is that like everyone dies and gets ripped apart and there's like maybe 50 DC characters from everywhere. It's like the Suicide Squad, Teen Titans, oh, Justice wow. League, Justice League, just like Dark, everyone and they all just get like ripped apart. Apocalypse, uh, uh, Dark Side invades. And they all just get like torn in half or turned into robots or oh, some geez. kind of bleak death. And at the end, they're just like, well, I don't want to spoil it all. But okay, yeah, but it's a uh, spoilers for Justice that, League Apocalypse well, War. You find that out in the first five minutes, so that's not a big spoiler. But um, the ending okay. is weird. I don't want to say what it is, but okay, I don't like the movie. It's not good. But <laughs> they're starting a new animated universe now, so we'll see how that goes. So what what's with the the talking point that everybody seems to have is that DC's animated movies are all great and that they're live action, you know, if they could just do what they do when they animated, then they'd be great. Well, I think they do have some really good animated ones and I, like I yeah, guess, I'm sure they do. I guess if you translated that, but Marvel, I think they're just better than Marvel because Marvel doesn't do it. Right. Sure. You know, they don't really they they do a couple animated ones like years ago, but they don't really do the movie thing, so I think that's what they're talking about. Plus, they're just way better than the live action ones, so yeah. it's easy to easy to compare them. Be like, why can't they just do that? But people don't realize that you can't just translate cartoon to live action, and it would be good, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think well, I mean, on paper that sounds cool, but then they don't realize that you can't just like make that script live action, and then it's a good movie. Uh, Suicide Squad director, speaking of DC live action, um, <laughs> Suicide Squad director David Ayer responds to oversexualized Harley Quinn backlash. Uh, responding to the announcement that Ayer's next project will be an adaptation of Harlan Coben's Six Years, a Twitter user tagged the director and wondered if he was going to, quote, have the women in the movie in super booty shorts and give us gratuitous, uh, oh, my bad. gratuitous uh, shots. <laughs> Almost said. <laughs> booty shorts. Not bad. Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, spicy quote there. Um, Ayer responded, why would I do that? I know I'm a man, but I have a good soul and support and believe in feminism. It hurts to be attacked like this. I'm not your enemy. Should male directors only direct women in coveralls? What if an actor wants to, to be depicted as a sexual being? Am I permitted to do that? What are the rules? Help. That just sounds like typical avoiding and like, yeah, well, what about uh, well, if I can't do this and I can't, you know, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. What about ism? Yeah. yeah, what about ism? That is like the 
peak whataboutism. Like I hate him so much. Yeah. I hate it when you you present an argument and then they present like the extreme opposite. Right. Like, well, I guess all women should be in coveralls now. It's like no one said that. Yeah, literally like, nobody is saying that. They're asking for a balance and for them to also be a character. It's not like it's not, I don't know. It's not a like a light switch. And I hate how he's like, what are the rules help? Like, you don't actually want, you don't actually care. He don't care. I'm sure people tweeted him the rules. (laughs) Yeah, he's not listening. Because because the rules are pretty easy. It's like, don't objectify people and make it, you know. I mean, that's really it. (laughs) Just Don't be a tool. Well, that's hard, I guess. He is a man. He has a good soul. I'm a man. Um, the new that was important mutants. to point out. Yeah, New Mutants news. The bet is still very much alive. Uh, new uh, Mutants still planned for theatrical release despite recent VOD listing on Amazon? Question mark. Earlier this week, this week it looked like Disney had finally accepted the inevitable and decided to send the New Mutants <laughs> straight to VOD platforms as it popped up on Amazon for pre-order. It was pulled just a few hours later, as we reported. Uh. As we expected an official announcement. Uh, well, that never came. And the Hollywood Reporter now confirmed that sources uh, that sources say the long-delayed X-Men film is still planned for a theatrical release. Unlike the rest of Disney's delayed slate, The New Mutants doesn't have a release date. I don't know about this. What if, I'm clear- what if it's a Fathom event? Ooh. Just circle back to me winning? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Like... I'd be actually that that is the most okay that I would be. I'd I'd be over the moon that like I actually have to buy your stupid Fathom event ticket and pay you ten dollars. <laughs> I because think that's that, the ideal situation because that is the most ridiculous bet. And we have and it's like right when theaters reopen. Yeah, and we got we have to wear a mask to go see New Mutants. So the grocery store by my house, there's um uh, an Asian grocery store called Justco. And they have well, they're well stocked on like masks and gloves and stuff. But they they also have the face shields, and oh, they have, and they also have full body suits that, <laughs> no, look, for that real. like the sort of that look like you know the people in like crime scene cleanups, like the big blue thing that you put the, sure. the goggles over, like that. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. They're you not expensive. Buy that. I want one. So yes, yeah, so they're not expensive. So if we need to go to the movies, I'm just saying. I'm down. We can even go to AMC in that. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dunvale. Don't we should have probably been wearing those anyway at AMC. At Bloodshot, at the very least. But uh, anyway, Doctor so Sleep Director, Doctor Sh- Doctor Sleep Director Mike Flanagan to write Stephen King re- Stephen King's revival adaptation for Warner Brothers. According to the Hollywood Reporter, Warner Brothers tapped Flanagan to write the script for the big screen inspired. I'm sorry, the big screen adaptation of King's 2014 novel Revival. This Frankenstein-inspired tale focuses on a minister who abandons his faith after a tragic incident and begins to use, quote, secret electricity, uh, electricity to cure people with terminal illnesses. Flanagan will produce alongside with frequent collaborator Trevor Macy, who worked with him on Dr. Sleep, Hill House, and Gerald's Game, which is another Stephen King book. Uh, what else? Uh, THR's report mentions that Flanagan has also uh, an option to direct. Um, this so You like this book? Yeah, I like it fine. I would never like put this on any big list of recommendations. It's like I mean, I it's it's like average average Stephen King. You know what I mean? It's a if you've read a lot of Stephen King books, this is one sort of ones that you read it once and you don't need to go back to. I I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time reading it. Um So, not to put you on, not to put you on the spot, but is there like a 
Stephen King book that would be great, like a great movie or something that hasn't been made ever? Ever? Uh, that you can think of? Oh, well, I mean, the Dark, the dark Tower. Uh, oh, God. Uh, the, I mean, that would be my most wanted. Um, other than that, I would say 112263 would be a good movie. They did a Hulu series, but it was okay. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Um, as for movies, Doesn't he have a ton that haven't been made or no? Or uh, are they just okay? Books? No. Um, mm. uh, short stories, yes. And novellas, yes. Um, I would have said up until recently, The Outsider, because I really like that book. Um, Mr. Mercedes is a great trilogy. But that one was a TV series, but it was only on the audience network or some like some goofy extreme uh, exclusive thing that nobody has. So no one saw it. Yeah, exactly. But it had three seasons. What uh, about the new one you're reading? Are there any good short stories in that one? Um, the first one is great. I love it. It's uh, it's about this guy, about this kid who has like a haunted cell phone. Basically, um, it's about uh, he uh, he's this kid. He gives a gift of an iPhone one when it was new to, to the, to the old man who pays him to, you know, whatever he gives it. He gives an old man a cell phone, old man passes away and the kid puts the cell phone in the old man's pocket at the funeral and then calls it to hear his voice later and then leaves a message about, you know, how he misses him. And then also calls back and leaves a message the next day about a bully. And then the bully dies a couple of days later. And so that's cool. Like, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. It's very good um i'd watch that yeah it, it's a it's a great book and plus the i recommend i mentioned it last week that if it bleeds stephen king book uh it has a couple of short stories and a short novel the short novel focuses on uh, holly gibney uh star of the outsider well not star of the outsider but she's in the outsider and uh mr mercedes uh and this one features a new outsider which is really cool She's basically the star of it in the show. I don't oh, know about she? the book, but okay. maybe they well, maybe they amped up her character. But she well, she's was not, she's not co lead. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say I'd say she's co lead in the Outsider novel as well. Um, I need to watch. I need it to read that because she's great. Um, I also need to watch it. Arrowverse boss Mark Guggenheim <laughs> is writing a big screen adaptation of Rob Liefeld's Prophet. Oh, who cares? Um, this whole story. Yeah. Who who cares? Like this sounds like a big old pile of. Dump. No offense if you care. Yeah, no no offense if you care. Uh, Deadline is reporting that uh, Jeff uh, Robinov's Studio Eight tapped Arrow showrunner Mark Guggenheim to pen a big screen adaptation of Rob Liefeld's comic series Profit. The Deadpool creator is come is producing the movie uh, alongside Adrian a- Adrian As- Ascara Ascare, um, and Brooklyn, Brooklyn Weaver. The plan is reportedly to, for a franchise to be built around the character of John Prophet, a genetically enhanced super soldier who is placed into a cryogenic freeze for a future mission. Hey. Is he just Captain America? I'm confused. It's hey, super sci-fi. It's supposed to be super sci-fi. He's, he's uh, Rob Liefeld's Captain America, yes. Ron, has any of this rubbed off on you after working at Washington now? Oh, Austin talks about Prophet all day, dog. All Are day. you going to... Are they going to get you to read any of this stuff? So here's the thing. It's image, dude. Profit, right? Rob Life has started it. And then, like, after issue 14 or 15, he stopped. And then, like, years later, some another person picked it up. And that's supposed to be really good. So. Interesting. But it's still, like, his profit. You know, it's still, like, Rob, Rob Life's profit just by a different person, you know? So. 
I'll try this book if the movie gets made and we're reviewing it. The stuff that the new stuff's supposed to be good. So, well, it's, it's sort of like how like the, that book I always recommend, Glory. Rob Liefeld created that and then walked away right. for a certain number of issues. Right. And then it right. came back and got really good. Um, Netflix cursed first look images. Netflix has uh, released 14 first look photos for their upcoming fantasy drama Cursed, which is an adaptation of the graphic novel of the same name by Frank Miller and Tom Wheeler. Um, it's a reimagining of the classic Arthurian legend told through the eyes of Nemu, um, a teenage heroine with a mysterious gift uh, who is ultimately destined to become extremely powerful and undoubtedly tragic, Lady of the Lake. That's cool. Um, I like Catherine Langford, this actress. Yes. Um, I don't know anything about her, that character, uh, or this graphic novel. Yeah, I've never heard of it. TBH. I'll watch it though. It the stills look really good. It looks like it looks like they're trying again to do like a Game of Thrones thing, which like Witcher, you know? Right. Which is fine, but I don't know. I'll read it. Wait, maybe I won't. Frank Miller did the art. Yep. Ron, Ron, read this for me. Yeah, Ron, read this for me. No, I'm good, dog. <laughs> okay. Dungeons and Dragons news. Former Marvel Studios executive boards planned <laughs> boards the planned film adaptation. Um, this is not the first pl- film adaptation. There have been two, um, and they're terrible. Um, <laughs> Variety reports that Entertainment One has signed a first look agreement with the producer and former Marvel Studios executive Jeremy Lat- uh, Latcham. Um, and the planned D&D movie is the first project to fall under the New Deal. D&D is managed by Hasbro, subsidiary Wizards of the Coast, and Spider-Man Homecoming writers Jeff Goldstein and John Francis Daly are attached to write and direct. I don't know what you do with a D&D movie, because there is no D&D story, per se. That's pretty vague, right? Right. D&D is a backdrop in which you create your own stories. Now, if you're adapting some of the novels that are set in you know, those universes, sure. And I'd be okay with that. I'd like. That's what I assume they do, huh? That's not what no. For they just no. They. Didn't. I think they're gonna make their own story, but like have a dragon in it. Yes, I think that's what it'll be, and that's what it'll be terrible. What they should just adapt the Drisk <laughs> novels. Those would be fine. Um, they should just adapt adapt the Adventure Zone. I mean, probably. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Comic-Con at Home event announced. San Diego Comic-Con organizers have now announced Comic-Con at Home. Um, Not a lot of details have been revealed, but the teaser video below states, coming soon, free parking, comfy chairs, personalized snacks, no lines, pets, welcome, badges for all, and a front row seat to Comic-Con at Home. Um, A lot of the other big conventions have done this. I know Origins Game Fair in Ohio is doing um, online Origins, which has a virtual event hall. Uh, where you can walk around it, and the vendors have virtual tables. You can go set up and look at stuff, and sort of like a, a VR experience. You don't need to have a VR headset, but I don't know what Comic Con specifically going to do. But I know Origins is definitely doing some big stuff, and I expect when Gen Con gets canceled, they will also do something similar. I assume uh, they'll cool. just have actors and stuff like video chat and talk about movies and do virtual panels, right? And that's what I they assume do. it'll be virtual yeah, panels. That'll be that's, that's, about right. that's it. That sounds kind of boring, but... It does, but there will right. probably be some news for it. It'd be cool if they put, you know, the sneak peeks if they ha- normally have online, you know? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Or they could do a Fortnite convention. Oh, what? Instead of a concert, it's a panel on Fortnite. Bro, I'm going to download Fortnite. No, you're not. Come on, just, no. just like a... Tri- if it was an Apex convention, you'd go. 
All day, boy. <laughs> yeah, but then that would mean people have to play Apex for their warrant and Apex can. That mean they they would they wouldn't be able to get more than twelve viewers. Uh, Tenet news. Just kidding. Warner Brothers expected to make a decision this week on whether the film will, will be released in July. This week? Insiders are telling Variety that a July release is optimistic. Uh, with a $200 million production budget, Tenet really can't afford a limited release. It's also a movie that's expected to perform well overseas, unlike, and unlike the United States, many countries are lifting restrictions much slower. Now, Warner Brothers is expected to make a decision within the week about what to do. That means we'll soon find out whether it will arrive on July 17th as planned uh, or be pushed back further into 2020. They need to choose uh, now as spending millions on a marketing campaign over the coming months only to have it pushed back isn't going to be an option for the studio. This movie has to move. Yeah, it's got to it's gotta move. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nolan. Sorry to this man. I'm sorry to this man, but come on. I don't know what they're waiting for. Are they just no. really hoping? Blow over? That... Yeah. Gonna go think... over... They're going to go to the window. I don't think it'll be slow once Wait, it opens up again. Of course it no, will. No, I think... No, I don't think it will. I think it... people are crazy. Dylan, would you go to the movies if it opened next week? No. Yes. Isn't it open... Aren't the theaters open now? Um, some of them. I don't know. Um, I know Star Cinema Grill is opening. They opened one. They opened their highest performing theater. And, and I they're bet you playing, they're not booming. No, they're, and they're and they're playing old movies. Uh, they're, they're playing Ferris Bueller's Day Off and stuff. Hmm. I think if though if some if some person of power came out and was like, "Hey, we're good. COVID 19s good." Tomorrow, I bet you people going to movies. Bet. I mean, he's already done that. Yeah, you're right. People are gonna go to the movies if they're open. And people are foolish. All the people out there protesting that think that this is a Governor Greggy. Governor Greggy already said that. That's true. Um, look, I I saw my first COVID nineteen protest in person uh, the other day. Oh, oh really? That's yeah, it was, fun. It was wild. It was like, I like I like protesting a pandemic. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I saw a lady. This is unrelated. I saw a lady screaming at the T Mobile employees today because they wanted her to wear a mask. Wow, it was pretty fun. Well, she was like, "My husband's a surgeon." And he says that masks don't do anything. And she was like, you're not wearing goggles. I could spit in your eye right now. And then she like spat at him. She wow. was like, a true Karen. She didn't spit in his face, but she spat like towards him. Um, wow. I, re- I, re- I tried to record it, but I didn't get any, like what I recorded was her like unintelligibly like being crazy. It was Mouth it off. Yeah. That's wild. Damn. That is crazy. Um, but you fun. know, Bedrock gets their fair share of that too. People are, yeah. people are doing Yeah, we do. Yep. Um, final story here: Boom Studios to publish twelve-issue Dune prequel, House of Trades. Um, Boom Studios has, requ- has acquired the rights to produce a comic book series based on the Dune prequel novel, based on the notes and co-written uh, by the son of Dune creator Frank Herbert. Um, a press release revealed on Monday. So that's very exciting. This was so. Up. What's the uh, What's the House of Al- Adelar or whatever? <laughs> huh? Yeah, who's that? Who's that character? What's this? What's this backstory? House Atreides. There you go. Thank you. Atreides is not a person. It's a, a last name. It, the Timothy Chalamet's character. That's his last name. His name is Paul. Got Atreides. you. Got you. It's sort of uh, the main character house, basically. Cool. It should be House Chalamet. Yeah. Cool. Chalamet. You think this would be good? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Have books done prequels before? The novels? like have the novels? Oh yes. <laughs> There's been a so is this, significant this amount. Is of, covered yeah, this, ground already. This is an adaptation, I'm sure. 
Um, yeah, it says it's based on the prequel novel, based on, yeah. So I've never read it. I've only read Dune 1, 2, and 3. Um, and those are in order. Um, now I know You're the You're going to read this, all right? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm going to read the comic for sure. Um, but anyway, here we are. That's our quick version of the news. Uh, Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah. As we're going to get to Ron's wish. What's up, baby? <laughs> Uh, and according to these notes, uh, Star- iRobot starring Thora Birch, Scarlett Johansson as, uh, and uh, Steve Buscemi. And I'm Dylan. <laughs> and I'm Dylan. <laughs> so we, we chose to watch, uh, we, we talked about this last week, not on air, off air. Uh, what three movies are we going to watch? Because normally when we do a retrospective or a feature focus or something or anime show or whatever it is, we pick three proper or three things and we all watch them. Uh, sure. And so we went with iRobot, Gemini Man, and the new release, Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, boy. So we're going to do chronological order, and we're going to start with iRobot. Before that. Oh, go ahead. I have a couple facts. Just oh, a boy. couple. I'll run, I'll run through them. Would you quick. say that they're fun facts? Uh, no, not at all. Okay. <laughs> um, so Will Smith's name, his real name, Man, if I told you his name was William F. Smith, would you believe? <laughs> would, you, would you believe me? I would want to. What? What would the F stand for? Fortnite. No, Francis. Fresh Prince. I got oh. you. Fresh oh. Prince. Of course. Okay. Um, his his real name is Willard Carroll Smith Jr. Really, Willard Carroll. Willard Carroll. Yes, funny enough. Uh, How about that? Uh, I'm going to change the episode graphic to be Willard. 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 Um, he has a reoccurring catchphrase Woo. in all his movies. Uh, it's all <laughs> hell no. Top. <laughs> it's, all, it's all hell no. That's that's what they said. I don't know if he skipped that after a couple of movies because I definitely didn't hear it in the last two I watched. Oh, so, hell no. Um, that's, that's too vague to be a catchphrase. That's not a catchphrase. Like. I mean, he hey, look, man. said woo, ha, 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 and what? And My cherry on top. <laughs> My cherry on top. Um, he turned down the Matrix for Wild Wild West. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I, a few legendary. people have heard that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget that that was the one people heard. That's unfortunate. Uh, this last one's pretty cool, Michael. You would like this one. Okay. Um, he solved the Rubik's Cube twice in two oh. different, two different uh, movies. Really? So does uh, or a TV show? Favorite. Yes. So uh, he did it once on Fresh Prince, and then he did it again on Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. He so can solve that? it under. He can solve it under a minute. Oh man! All right. Fifty-five so, seconds is what it said, but you know I, who knows. I think my my fastest is forty-five, but my average is like a minute-ish. I haven't cubed in weeks, so Dude, I'm probably I, super rusty. I was <laughs> expecting to do this. I'm holding up a cube to the camera. Hey, I was expecting that. to do this like so much during quarantine, and I now, didn't. You know who did though, Eddie? Eddie, yeah, <laughs> that's all Eddie did. <laughs> I know it. All right, Doesn't so me. we're gonna talk about. So that was my that's my facts. There you go. I appreciate that, Ron. Anyway. All right, we're gonna talk about uh, Mr. Willard Carroll Smith here. Uh, Junior. Junior, excuse me. Don't forget. What respect on his name? Um, I Robot came out in two thousand four. I saw this Indeed. movie. I saw this movie in theaters. Me too. And I have not so did I. <laughs> up until a week ago. What? Uh, other than the, the- theatrical release. 
So I probably watched this movie. I don't know, a couple dozen times. Oh, whoa, whoa. So, spoilers, Ron is a big Will Smith fan. If you Bro, I love Will Smith. <laughs> also, also, um, spoilers for all three of these movies. Yes, spoilers for all three of these movies. Um, obviously. Um, so, this the story of iRobot is based on a uh, Isaac Asimov short story collection um, uh, titled uh i forget what it's entitled uh hardwired hardwired uh and it's about robots humanoid robots uh and then there's a it's a murder mystery involving they think a robot killed a man and then there's some questionable special effects whoa well i guess they were good the movie came out 2004 all right you're right you're right you're right They they were they were they were actually not bad for the time they were not bad for the time. You are right. They're actually pretty good for the time, probably. Um, unlike a movie we'll get to later, which I feel like had very poor effects for the time. Well, we I know you're not talking about Gemini Man. You know who I am, baby. We're not all right, there's, we're not there's a, All right. I'm we'll sorry. All right. So, also in this movie is Bridget Moynihan, Bruce Greenwood, James Cromwell, Chi McBride and Alan Tudyk, and not credited on Wikipedia, even Stevens, even Stevens himself, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh, what? Yeah, your boy. Why do you have such a small role? Because he was. He, went, he, was, he just. Not, he was just barely popping out. Angsty like, kid that needs to go home and stop cursing, dog. That's all. Stop he cursing. Doing. Stop cursing. Stop cursing. So, God. Ron, what's your favorite Will Smith movie? Is this? One oh one? my! Uh, it's Bad Boys Two because I watched it. It's Bad Boys. Okay, 2. Bad Boys Two. It's so good. Okay. One that we didn't watch. I watched it. I watched it beforehand because I needed. <laughs> yeah, he had, to get, he had a pregame. Had to refresh. Did you watch the first one as well? <laughs> no, the first one's cool, but like it doesn't have the. Two just such a special movie. Two just hits. Different. It's like it's like Fast and Furious too. If you get much drift. No uh, Tokyo Drift. Good drift. <laughs> no, too Fast and Furious. What I say? So are we done with iRobot? Um. So, this movie. Uh, let's say Rotten Tomatoes is at a 56 56 56%. Um, you know alright I like I, this movie I like it fine it, it's it's good enough right it is um, it, yeah that's exactly, thought, exactly so one thing I thought was weird about this was just watching it like today uh-huh. I know things weren't that much different like that you know in 2004 you said but yeah. I thought it was yeah, weird. Remember the be- beginning when the uh, the robot likes net or is running the purse to the lady with her inhaler uh-huh. in it, and then he's like, "Sorry, uh-huh. I thought I thought he was." And then Will Smith attacks the robot. He's like, "I thought he was stealing the purse." Right. And then, like later in the movie, it turns out he's right about the robots, and they are evil. Right. It's just like a weird commentary, you know? Yeah. No, it definitely felt like, at all. It definitely felt like a um, the evils of technology uh, parable. Well, I just felt like, I don't know. It, today that wouldn't fly because it was like he was basically profiling, and sure. then he was he was right to do it. Yeah, but I I don't think anybody would care because it's a robot. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but if he it was, was like he was dehumanizing it. Like I don't know. It, it seems like a metaphor. To people me. don't I care know, about robots. I know they didn't mean it that way, but it was like sure. very on the nose, like in today's news. You know, sure, sure, sure. People also don't, don't care about robots. I care about robots. 
I do too. But take over the world, I owe y'all. My best friend is a robot. Who a robot? Your your phone? Roomba. Oh, your Roomba, man. Roomba. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, Dylan, had you seen this movie before? Yeah, I'd seen it in theaters, and I saw it a couple times since then. For I don't know why. I think it was just on TV. I think <laughs> I it's one of those movies that's on TV. You know? Okay. But um, it dragged on a little bit for me. It's a bit having long. Re, re, having rewatching it, and it, like once you know the mystery, it's not as enjoyable, I don't think. Sure. But maybe that's just me being cynical because I'm grown up now. and. Whoa. Um, apparently the movie had a 2D to 3D conversion and it was, was released on Blu-ray 3D in 2012 what? Oh, that's wild. I definitely didn't watch it 3D that's unfortunate we, I uh, couldn't find this in 4K either it made me mad I know yeah I couldn't find it yeah, I they, need a, they need to update it it's super HD it'll um, be 4K Will Smith and then like a 2K Robot. The movie, uh, the movie, interesting, was released initially on VHS, DVD, and DVHS. What's Ooh. That? Uh, data is what the D stands for. Um, and then it, they changed it to digital. It was it was supposed to be like a better VHS. It didn't take off. Um, you can't just I, put a D in something and expect it to be better. Well, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think. Yeah. If you've never seen iRobot, I don't think you need to go out and watch oh, it. Oh, watch it, dude. It's good. No, the oh. movie's good. Okay. Ron? It's good. not streaming anywhere, is it? No. No, I owned it. I already I, I owned it digitally because it was one no, of those. It's definitely probably... not streaming anywhere. Yeah. Oh you no, know, that's that's a lie. I bought it. Um because I did the uh, you know, D V D barcode disc conversion for two dollars sure. so i paid sure. two just to digital this. just to digital for two bucks i paid for all three of these movies actually Ooh. i did but but i got to watch the back two in 4k so that was acceptable sure sure sure, sure. sure and sure, the 4k sure. on bad boys was actually decent and gemini man was actually looked, looked pretty good in 4k um which we'll get to so yeah, uh, I robot's cool, man. I think it's interesting just as a, a sci-fi movie. I think you should watch it. It's directed it. by um, uh, Alex Proyas, who has also directed such gems as Knowing and Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt, yeah, yeah, dog. Yeah, and Dark City and The Crow. He did The Crow. Well known for um, releasing a scene uh, to the movie with a scene where somebody gets murdered, actually. Oh, oh yeah, the crow, right? Yeah. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. you know that's cool. Well, luckily he didn't harm Will Smith. Yeah, thank thank goodness. Because then he wouldn't make Gemini Man. Right. Let's, go let's, let's get to Gemini Man. You know what? So speaking speaking of Gemini Man, uh, speaking of Will Smith and movies and nothing at all, um, I just counted them up. So Will Smith, Ronald, has twenty three plus seventeen, uh, so forty movies. Um, oh, all right. 40 movies right. on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. Would you like to guess the split of, of Rotten versus Fresh? Oh, boy. Uh, I assume most of them are going to be Rotten. Uh, <laughs> just take a take a uh, take uh, take uh, our, our it's 25 out of the 40. 23. Okay. I gave oh, it away yeah. by saying 23 plus 17. 
Okay. Oh, dang, boy. Yeah. Um, That's not that bad. I mean... I mean, a couple of those movies is not his fault, I assume. Sure. I'm also, I also him. didn't separate, like... You know, he's he's in some movies for, like, two seconds. Like Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Like, uh, he's in the Kevin Smith movie Jersey Girl, barely, and that one has a 42%. I mean, he's... After it's not his fault. He was in Bright, though. Bright is good. <laughs> I mean, he was in... Okay, so, yeah, anyway, so... Gemini uh, Man. <laughs> iRobot is rotten uh, at 56%. Now moving on to Gemini Man, which is also rotten with a 26%. That is... Horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. So, Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Gemini Man came out last year, directed by Ang Lee, um, starring Will Smith, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Clive Owen, Benedict Wong. And, and also Will Smith. And also Will Smith. He plays oh God. dual role. <laughs> now, okay. We, we, we've talked about Gemini Man a fair amount on the show without actually having reviewed it. Because I yeah, watched it. Dylan and I hadn't seen it, I don't believe. And, and me I, and the boys went day of. You and the Wash Boys? Yes, all day. Did, so did everybody love it? So we so we watched this movie in high frame rate. Oh wow! And high frame rate I hate fr- is high supposed frame. now. You say that high frame rate helps with the action scenes. You see, I guess I and watched it, it in high frame rate too. Just saying. Did you? It looked. It looked. It looks good in high frame rate. Mm-hmm. Those action scenes are awesome. There's Dylan. Some, um, of the, some of those action. Dylan? Okay, um, some of those action scenes, particularly the one where they're fighting in the cave of skulls. Sure, 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 uh, sure, sure. Whatever, just punching each other relentlessly. Yeah. Like, young Will Smith looks. I mean, I understand he is, but looks like a CG pasted into the scene. You know? Oh, he definitely does it at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so does old Will Smith. <laughs> right, and also there's there's a part there's a part in the movie. This movie just is makes no sense. It's bonkers, yeah, I love it. It's bonkers. <laughs> well, not not even from the okay, the cloning. Not even talking about the cloning, but like, there's some really stupid crap that I'm supposed to buy. Like, so Will Smith, old Will Smith, is getting chased by young Will Smith for the first time. Young Will, Smith, they're on mo, they're on like motocross bikes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then old Will Smith bails out, and young Will Smith is like harassing him, and they get like a foot apart, and. Will Smith doesn't realize at that point that that is young Will Smith, even though he's got he's got a hat and backwards glasses on. He had a I thought he had a helmet. No, he had a helmet on. No, no, he didn't. I just he took the him helmet up. off at some point. Yes, Bro. yes, he took the helmet off. He's wearing a backwards hat and glasses, and he looks like Will Smith. That could and be anyone. And I, I mean, it I, could I, be. I pulled it up because I showed it to Brandon uh, today, um, and then Will Smith doesn't know that that's a clone of him until later when he's shown the DNA results or whatever. Um, and and also that scene just reminded me of there's a there's a lot of bonker stuff in that scene so there's that and then there's the part where um, Will Smith is laying flat on the ground and jumps. He's laying like oh, yeah. flat on the ground. He does a push up. He does a, he does a push up kind of, but his arms are out in front of him. You know, because um, he's cool, man. I mean, I guess dog. Uh, so there's a, there's and then the other part of that the other part of that scene that was a problem to me is. Uh, young Will Smith clearly had not mastered the controls for the motorcycle because like uh, it felt like a video game scene where like you're trying to like back your car into the right spot and you just didn't like it. 
he was trying to figure out how to best get him, get his yeah. older counterpart. You know, see what I'm saying? Yeah. The um, the real the real funny scene in this movie is when they went to the spa place. Okay. And they talked to that uh, that random dude that was taking a spa. I can't remember <laughs> specifically what it was, but it was some of the funniest stuff. We that was like a running joke at watch. So, do you think this movie would have been better suited if it was a reveal that it's young Will Smith? Oh yeah, most. De- I mean, like sure, but then like. <laughs> I kind of wanted to see it because it was like, why is there two Will Smiths in this movie? You know what I mean? Right. I, I feel like it definitely would have been better if I didn't know ahead of time. And I was like, oh my God, it's young Will see, Smith. What is see, because what you don't know is because they made a person out and of another, another person. person. <laughs> I'm glad that made it into the movie. Oh, man. It's so good, dude. Oh, God. Oh, man. It's, so it's fantastic. So this movie came out last year. Um, and apparently it went through uh, development hell. This was originally conceived in 1997. Um, several directors, including Tony Scott, Curtis Hansen, and Joe Carahan, were attached at some point, as well as numerous actors, including Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, and Sean Connery, were all set to star in this movie. So this was a... They got the right person for the job. Yeah, yeah you know, I will say it was directed fine. It, it looked good. No, I meant Will Smith playing... Ang Lee. Oh, playing the role. Oh, I mean, like, who better to have than the lovable Will Smith? That's true. Oh, hell no. Um, <laughs> so it grossed 173 million with an estimated budget of 138 million, making it a box office bomb with projected yeah. losses as high as 75 million dollars for Paramount. That's unfortunate, bro. You know um, what they should do? What's up? Re release it right now. No, nothing better to watch. Just go watch it now. I guess that would keep keep people out of theaters, which would be a good thing. Dylan. Wow. What? No one's going to go pay to see Gemini Man right now. Hey, look. So they might. They people, the first get, time. people get bored, dog. They'd be like, you know what? Let's go watch it. We got nothing better. Tomato meter, we said, is 26%, um, with an average rating of 4.69. Top critics, 18%, with an average rating of 4.48. Did our boy like it? Oh boy, I don't know. I didn't look. Arm, Armin Dwight. Ar- Armin White. I didn't. I didn't look. I'll, I'll look it up. I'm sure. I'm sure he loved it. I hope so. Um, <laughs> he he's the worst. I wonder if he likes be on, for life. He'll be on my side for this time. I mean, I don't. He think didn't so. like it. He didn't. Dad no. loser. You, Dylan, I need you to be on that for uh, the next one too. Um. So there we go. That is Gemini Man. I would say. I, I think you should watch this movie. Gemini Man, if it's, it's worth checking out, if you if you want a mindless action movie that has a little, it's a bit solid of, action movie, right? That's Is accurate. That, it was yeah. pretty straightforward and basic and unsurprising, but right in every single way, it was very unsurprising. The CGI was went from good to awful. But there was a really no, good cinematography in this. Like some of the shots looked, uh, they were framed really well. Um, the high frame rate was something else. It was. I hate high frame rate. Don't you say it, Dylan? I hate it. So it was interesting. Like, I know in order to shoot in high frame, like with a high frame rate, you have to be in a really bright environment, you know? Right. So a lot of this movie is like in daylight. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was necessary. I don't think it added to it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Have you ever seen another movie in high frame rate? Oh, I saw The Hobbit. Same. And I hated that in high frame rate. That one was awful. For right. whatever reason, that was back wasn't, when, uh... wasn't as bad. When the technology was bad. 
That's not. That's not it's technology. technology. It's just frame rate. It's just how fast it goes. <laughs> no, it's technology, dog. Cameras got better. Maybe they'll put this in theaters. Ron's right. You know, I think Ron is onto something. You don't need to limit to twenty five percent when you play like Dark Phoenix and Gemini Man and stuff like that. Like it limits itself. You know. That's true. I, I hate you. Fair enough. You, you smart, Ron. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's <laughs> a good idea. Uh, moving on to the new, new, new. Bad boys for Barely. life. Um, with a with a astounding seventy seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh, two hundred forty nine reviews, top critics. Wow, seventy six percent, one percent lower, average score six point two versus six point one nine for um, top critics. Look at that. Uh, what does Armin White think about this movie, Dylan? This he has not reviewed it. Oh wow. So was, this didn't hit theaters, did it? Yeah. Oh, it did? How dare you? I, I mean, come on. This is not a VOD movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I thought it, it, it might have gotten... It seemed like one. Ooh. I thought it might have oh, gotten... Oh, no, this Whoa. came out months ago, didn't it? Yeah, it came January. out. January. It came yeah. out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was theatrically released January 19th, 2020 by Sony Pictures. Um, grossed $419 million worldwide, making it the highest grossing film of 2020. <laughs> oh, that's probably going to keep that, huh? That's sad. Yep. It's going to win all the Oscars. It's this in Bloodshot. Oh, boy. Okay, well, here we are. Uh, Bad Boys for Life, um, continuing from Bad Boys 2, which left off in 2003, 17 years ago. Um, I wasn't... Didn't Michael Bay do, like, the first one and the second one? Yes, he did. Michael yes. Bay directed yeah, he did the all them. movies. Well, not yeah. this one. This was directed oh, by, right. Not this one. This one was directed by um, Adil El uh, Arbi and Bilal Falah. Um, Basically, okay. their only movie. Oh, is it? Because I, mm-hmm. I don't know them. Um, I mean, good for them. Oh, they're, they're, on, they're in development on Beverly Hills Cop 4. Uh, Ooh. That, that tracks. Yeah, right. Uh, that looks that I'm sure that'll be a mess. Okay, anyway, so here we are. Uh Bad Boys for Life with uh Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Hey. Um Marcus and Mike back back at it again. Um so ride Dylan, together, die together. We ride together, we die together. Die together. Bad boys, Bad boys for life. <laughs> so I watched this movie with my girlfriend Lori. Uh we rented it in four K. I made popcorn. Why you put her through that? Because, you know, I had to watch it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so, and, I, and we made a thing of it though. I showed her the trailer. I'm like, honey, this is going to be terrible and you're going to hate it, but it's not going to be upsetting in any way. There's nothing upsetting about this movie. Like you're not going to be scared. There's nothing traumatic that's going to happen. And I was well, right. I mean, it was a little gorier than I expected. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's all the bad boy movies, though. But but, but the the trauma and the gore and stuff only matters if you care about the characters. I forgot. I legitimately forgot that these movies are rated R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did too I don't until know why. like the dropping the f word and. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were watching Bad Boy Two, and I was just like, "Oh, right. Yep. Cool." These movies have the essence of a PG movie. They do. They have big yeah, PG energy. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um. So. <laughs> Dylan, are you a fan of the Bad Boys franchise before this movie? I am not. Not for any specific reason. I just don't. 
I've I don't seen... know. I've only seen the first one, to be fair. Oh, wow. Apparently, the second, second one's better. so good. I've seen the first two once. Oh, I hate Matthew. And I just... Ron, how many times have you seen Bad Boys? And Bad Boys Dude, every time Bad Boys 2 come on, for sure. I've seen Bad Boy 1 maybe like three, three times. How do things come on anymore? Do you... Bad Boys 2, though. It comes on. Oh. You mean you go to your computer and click play on Bad Boys? Is that what you no, mean back, on? back when, uh, before streaming, back when cable was a thing. I don't remember that. Just, just on the, just clicking through the channels. We don't know her. It was always on. Um, Bad always. Boys 1. Now, granted, we know that using Rotten Tomatoes for older movies is not a true measure, but Bad Boys 1 has a 43%, but with only 63 reviews. Bad Boys 2 has a 23% with 183 Boo! How dare they? So Boo apparently, apparently this Boo is the this best man. one. Um, so yeah, this is the best one according to... Do you agree, Ron? No! Oh. So, Ron, obviously you're a big fan of the franchise. Or at least... Bad Boys second. 2 is good. That's an actually good one. I mean, it's fine. I've Bad Boys I 2, believe you. It's, it's like a... Fast and the Furious, you know, sure, yeah. but less ridiculous. More probably more like Fast Two. No. Nah. So did I, mean, I need to watch Bad Boys Two for this? No, no right? No. You no, but there Until is some stuff. Ever. There is some stuff that pops up, just like oh look, that's that character from Bad yeah, Boys payoffs, Two. All right. right? Um, yeah. Um, well, his DJ daughter. Khaled? DJ Khaled. That was the worst part. Of the worst part of the movie. Uh, my hand, man. Watch my hand. Uh, so uh, Martin Lawrence's character, uh, his daughter, and uh, the father, they they went on their first date in Bad Boys too. So it's kind of cool just to okay. be like, oh look, they stayed together. They stayed together. Had a child. Oh, and the guy cool. she married, you mean? Yes, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I figured yeah, 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 he was yeah, yeah. from an earlier movie because he seems really weird in this movie. He is. He is definitely that? weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there was no weird. explanation. Like, is he supposed to be a weird dude? Yeah, no, he was weird in the in the first one. So okay, interesting. I'm happy that they got uh, Joe Pantoliano, Joey Pants, got him back in as the captain. <laughs> I, as the captain, captain, yeah, big, yeah, big yeah. Fan of Joey Pants. Rest in peace, though. Rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, spoilers! Whoa, whoa. <laughs> we're spoiling this movie. Calm down. We already said that. <laughs> yeah, we already said spoilers, so it's all good. So, how come Michael Bay didn't come back for this? Yeah, I'm kind of curious why he. I mean, he I guess doing he has Six Underground. Other stuff in, to you. in 2008, Michael Bay stated that he may direct Bad Boys 3. This was 11 years ago. But the greatest obstacle in the potential sequel will be the cost as he and Will Smith demand some high, some of the highest salaries in the film industry. By 2009, Columbia Pictures hired Peter Craig to write the script for Bad Boys 3. 2011, Martin Lawrence reiterated the film was still in development. 2014, Jerry Bruckheimer announced some stuff. And then this movie has been, been talked well, about. Well, they solved that problem and got First-time directors, pretty much. Yep. Okay, so for for first-time directors, it it didn't look that. No, it was fine. It was. Directed. I don't think it was that bad. Yeah, I don't think it was directed poorly. I think. How much do you think Will Smith got paid versus Martin Lawrence? Oh, oof. significant difference, dog. That's. I feel like that's enough to ruin a friendship. Absolutely. Well, what's Martin Lawrence been doing? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I think Martin like knows his like. He knows. He probably movie. paid to be in this movie. Dang, that's messed up. <laughs> Has okay. What is the last movie without looking at the Rotten Tomatoes run that that Martin Lawrence was in? Yes, 
Bad Boys 2. Um, he was in some movie called The Beach Bum last year. But I don't know if that counts. That was that's some like indie movie. But oh no, wasn't he in um No. Was he in Wild Hogs? No. The, he was in a movie in 2011 yes, that has he, a 5% run. Ronald, he, think about that one. Wild is? Hogs was in 2007. Whoa. That was after Bad Boys though, right? Yeah, that he was, was in his, yeah, the 2011 movie was his last real movie. Dylan, okay. what's that one, Ron? I have no clue. I don't like my lords like that. Big mama's like father, like son. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. So, uh, that's uh, Big Mama's House three. Oh uh, yeah, it was. Uh, that's fantastic. God, that's so. Martin Lawrence has not done a real movie in nine years. Uh, so you know, good for him getting that payday, I guess. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's still getting that Martin. I mean, that uh, Martin royalty dog. So yeah, does yeah. Martin still come on TV in syndication? Yeah, dog. <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch TV. I don't know. I was at my mom's house and it was on some channel. <laughs> really? So he doesn't need to so. work anymore. That's true. No, he definitely never needs to work. Does he still get in living color money? I would assume so. Okay. I would assume all of them do. Yeah. To a degree. Um, Wait, anyway. don't leave the rest of the cast. Um, so I, like, I, I love Joey, Joey Pants all the time. Yeah, he's um, great. I love, okay, so th- I love in that I don't love the, 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 the people playing Ammo. I don't. I know. Dude, I know. they were something else. That was like, they just got some Instagram influencers and casting. Yeah, yeah most officers. definitely. Yeah. Okay, y'all, y'all are boomers because I know who all of them are. No, I mean, I, I, know, I, I, mean, liked, I recognize some of them. I know Vanessa. I liked Home Chick. I guess that's her. No, you didn't. You did not like Vanessa Hudgens. I did. She. I did not buy her for one second. Also, she just got canceled like a month ago for saying like. Who oh, cares about the coronavirus? People are gonna die. It is what it is. Like she went on her Instagram and Yeesh. and uh, popped off on coronavirus. But Yeesh. I've always thought she was annoying. I don't, I and maybe, I liked, maybe, maybe I'm biased. And I like the bonehead that was the tech guy. He was dope. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Alexander Ludwig. Y'all didn't sure. like Charles Melton. Which one is that? He's the one that doesn't have oh, the... on Wikipedia. Yeah, that guy from Riverdale. No, I never oh. liked him. I didn't, I didn't like him from then. So I thought he was a great character. Yeah, was he though? The, the guy that just talked crap to Will Smith and then for no reason right, was man. completely okay with him. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird. Like, I don't know. Like, I thought um, the I don't remember her name, but the the Bruja, uh, yes. <laughs> la, la Bruja, Isabel, Isabel. I thought uh, Kate del Castillo was very over the top. But well, appropriately so. I, I think they were aiming for that because of the telenovela thing. Yeah. Mar- Martin Lawrence definitely. said it and like as as a funny thing, but like it really did feel like they ended oh, up definitely like a telenovela. A telenovela. Yeah, most definitely. Like they're in this castle and, <laughs> and there's a fire that doesn't spread for like twenty minutes and the end and like some there's a big reveal of you're my father and like first yep. of all, why is that kid even entertain this idea? Like but that was his father, dog. This, I, 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 didn't, I, don't I know. will never watch this movie again. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I I was bored. I'm glad I was watching it with Lori because like we could laugh, make not, fun of not it. At the, yeah. Not at the content, you know. Like sure. Uh, like and also. Also, 
at the beginning of the movie, Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are sitting at a bar having a party, and Martin Lawrence seems to think he can beat Will Smith in the foot race. <laughs> I know. Yeah, on yeah. on <laughs> what planet, dog? <laughs> yeah, dog. That's the gag. That's the but the gag is. Bro, but then he got shot though. Yeah, he did. Sad, Bro, sad but it show but it shows you that Martin Lawrence was a good friend because he he put the uh, midnight cocoa. Beer. Bro, he did the he went. The, yeah. <laughs> I was watching your drool, son. I was like, oh, all right, dog. But and the the movie took a really hard attempted emotional turn in that third act too, where they tried to get real serious about some stuff. Like, all right, I didn't buy it. Yeah, neither did I. It See, was an entertaining watch. That's why two's so much better because you actually like. That. Bro, hey. <laughs> Bro, Martin was actually about to quit, dog. <laughs> That's true. Have you, you guys heard the, it. like, there's controversy, barely, but, you know, those people need stuff to talk about. Well, not really, but it's about something that Hollywood does a lot, which is, like, the yellow filter, which is anytime they're in Mexico. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard like, about it, that. It was only just pointed out to me, and then it's like, this movie is a really big offender of that. Oh, absolutely. Yep. I like there it's I've fully like Valencia Pro whenever they go to Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. I thought, I thought the whole I thought there were a lot of Mexican stereotypes that were a little like borderline yeah. offensive, you know? Absolutely. I was like, is she about to be a real witch? Yeah. But Are you actually, her start doing her magic? That would have been a cool twist if she Something wasn't a witch. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it's pretty bad. Wow, Watch where's this rank on, on Bad Boys? Uh, okay. It's Bad Boys uh, 2, it's Bad Boys 1, and it's Bad Boys 3. Wow. wow. Hey, look. Hey, look. I mean, you liked it, though. You're not beating 2. I I enjoyed 3 for what it was, sure. Just so, like, so, it ended, but it's not ending, actually, because, like... Yeah, so... The so Ron got like, the full opposite ranking than Ron Tomatoes. Right, the exact reverse of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they're wrong about Bad Boys 2. I, dog. I Bad would Boys say Bad, Bo- Bad Boys 2 is better than this. Bad Boys 2 is a solid. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes movie. is wrong. I mean, I, I also have no interest in going back to watch Bad Boys 2. But you should, though. It's definitely better than... Michael. What's up? The next, Your next two like oh. at-home dates with Lori. Bad Boys 1 the next, two? Bad Boys 2. Go backwards. Bad Boys 2 and then Bad Boys 1. In on no. the first Michael, promise me, please. Michael's got to watch all of The Last Airbender. Oh, you're right. You're right. Do it after that. You're right. You're right. Do it after that. Mind you, Michael, four days. It's coming up, son. Man. This Friday, son. I mean, not all of it. It's got to watch Thursday. One. Yeah, just book Bro, one. It's book but then one. you won't stop. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because it's so good. Michael pre-hates it. I Yeah. I watched so, a couple episodes of that previously, but anyway, what were you saying? Does this movie make you want to see a Bad Boys 4? Four? With Will they cl- Smith. They're clearly seven. setting up Bad Boys 4. Well, not with Martin Lawrence, because he was... Yeah, how does that feel for Martin Lawrence? Where it's like, he's not in the sequel plans. Yeah, he done, dog. I mean... Maybe it'll just be that the guy that... Just the kid? Yeah. Jeez. So if Bad Boys 4 comes out, we can do, we'll can do we do a show on it, but otherwise, that's the only way I'm going to watch it. I'm realizing that this movie had a similar twist to Gemini Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just son instead of clone. Or Villa Kid, yeah. Yeah. Has Will Smith done that before, Ron? Will Smith. Um, uh, it's got to be Men in Black, maybe. Did you do something there? No. Concussion. 
was in concussion. Maybe, sure. No, no, it was in Ali. It was when uh, you found out that he wasn't actually Muhammad Ali. He was just a clone. Right, right. He probably right. does that in real life when he forgets his children exist. Bro, that's rough. Bro, he right. loves so all his Jayden? children. <laughs> Bro, he loves all his children. So, Dylan, what would you recommend that anybody watch Bad Boys for Life? I'd say no. I'd say this was the well, worst one of the three that we did. All right, so let me ask y'all this then. Which yeah, one are you recommending for sure? Of these three movies, none of, the of them, three, I'd yes. say watch Ali. Michael, stop. Of the three. Of the three, iRobot. No, no. Gemini Man, because it looks the best. I think it's the most watchable. Okay. I think Gemini, I also say Gemini Man. Although okay. I think iRobot's a better movie. I think Gemini Man is more watchable because iRobot feels really dated. And everyone who wants to see iRobot has seen it. Right. That's not you true? Know? Well... All right, Dylan. Can, let's 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 end on a positive. Can you recommend a Will Smith movie that's good? My recommendation would be Ali. I really genuinely like that movie quite a bit. Yeah, the movie's good. I like that movie too. Um, because I'm looking. I mean, I, I like all his Men, movies. So. Men in Black. Hitch. <laughs> yeah. No Hitch. Men in- I love Hitch. I've never seen Hitch. <gasps> Hitch is funny, dude. Hitch is actually funny. Like super funny. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got a, what's Homeboy's name? Oh, I forget his name. Kevin James? Kevin James, thank you. That's Kevin not a James plus. is in Hitch? <laughs> yeah, that's not a it's plot. A, it's, it's a rom-com. Oh, oh, I just looked at the poster. Yes, I know this movie. With him and Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. I remember, yeah. remember her. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, there it is. Ron, what's your favorite Will Smith movie? Yeah, what's your favorite, what's your favorite Will Smith movie? I asked you at the top. You've had some time. It's uh, Men in Black's actually really good. Yeah, it is probably Men in Black, honestly. That's uh, is that or Bad Boys 2? Like I said, it's, it's one of the two. What about Aladdin? Bro, with the cherry on top? Look, I didn't want to like Aladdin. Aladdin's good. His his highest IMDb is, or Rotten Tomatoes is Men in Black. That sounds about right. And then Six Degrees of Separation. He only has one movie in the 90s. And that's Men in Black, which is ninety-two. That it's a good movie, dude. Yeah, it is. No, Men, Men, in, Men in Black. Men in Black One is a good movie. Period. Yes. Period. 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 So yeah, yeah, dog. But uh, so Ron, good how's boys. it feel? We 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 did it. We finally got to do. I mean, this would have been great if it was every week. Uh, every week uh, for a Will month. Smith, Will Smith cast? Oh, I thought you meant. You just want the whole podcast to be permanent. No, 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 no. I, I mean, we could talk about Fresh Prince all day. Every week. Can we at least do the family? Can we do Jada and Willow and Ooh, Scream and Two? Jaden? Oh, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do? You want to do Willow next? Uh, no. Uh, if you want to uh, <laughs> submit an idea for what what retrospective you'd like to see, let us know on Twitter at BRC Uncanny or Instagram Uncanny Universe. Jaden's definitely next. Uncanny right? Universe. No, definitely not. Um, can we do After Earth. We can do Karate oh, Kid. God. Uh, Pursuit of Happiness, um, and then y'all can watch the Get Down because Get, get Down's just, dope. That's just another Will Smith episode, right? <laughs> you right, you right. I just want to do more Will Smith talk. You right. <laughs> I mean, maybe one day, maybe one day we can do another one. Oh man, I don't know. Good man. times, good so, times. I'm sick that week. To put you on the spot, Dylan, if you had to pick a retrospective, who would you do, an actor wise? I want to Is- reveal it. Okay. No, I, I don't know. You got to do something to really like. Is the goal? That's with to, Ron. Yeah, is the goal to just troll everybody and make it like 
you know, somebody like that neither of us want to watch. I don't know. Uh, no, probably just be me. Hillary Duff. Oh God. Bro, hey, I love Lizzie McGuire, dog. Let's go, boy. Oh boy. And you uh, go, boy. Uh, on that note, we will uh, <laughs> Uh, God, that'll that'll wrap us up for uh, Will Smith retrospective. Uh, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. It's Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.